Hello, hello. This is Wickly Bewitching. This podcast is a bit magical, but to be honest, we live in the real fucking world. And being a witch isn't like being in some wizarding school where we get sorted out by a hat and we have four different categories that we can end up in. Life is complicated. It isn't black or white. It's a majestic, colorful arrangement of variations and different shades. Fuck, there's even chartreuse in this mix. Why limit ourselves to a small palette to color with? So on this podcast, I talk about life. Because magic is about embracing all aspects of life. It isn't just about spell working or making sure you have the right tools or gifts. It's it's literally embracing all of the wonder, splendor, bullshit, ups and downs, ebbs and flows, and sometimes the hard truths of it just feels like we're just not getting a break. It's about everything around us. So instead of having a podcast that just talks about beautiful, majestic things that are out of your reach, and if only you do these five simple steps, you can achieve a perfect, blissful life. Because we're human, we complicate shit, we're dumb sometimes, and we make mistakes. But in those mistakes, we get messy, we take chances, and our lives become more ever enthralling and unfolding and mystical and that's where the magic lies in the bullshitted moments the moments that we slip and fall and we're covered in dirt and mud and we have a scraped knee it's in the getting up every single time that's what enlightenment's about that is the journey of the fool so if you're into the real fucking world no bullshitted crap then this is the podcast for you. And if you want me to fluff up some fairy tales and blow some smoke up your... Well, we're not going to say that here. Then this isn't the fucking podcast for you. My name is Lady L and I'm a fat, sassy spiritualist. And thank you. Now let's get into this wickedly bewitching world. There are those times in our life where we have the holy fucking shit moments. Like the holy fucking shit, can't believe I made it. Can't believe something didn't happen. Holy fucking shit, can't believe I did that. Holy fucking shit, can't believe I didn't do that. (laughs) The... I think I almost damn near shit myself (laughs) moment, but even my shit was too scared moment. As Kate Taylor puts it, it's those big, bold, beautiful moments. My big, bold, beautiful moment will embark on the 13th of September. A holy fucking shit moment. I have a loose structure of a plan, but I'm going to tell you 
To say that I am not scared would be a load of fucking crap. In fact, I have been so scared that I spent all of July in flight or fight mode. My constant posting on Instagram started to become to an almost halt where I'd go weeks without posting a single thing. Not because I didn't want to and not because I didn't have a stack full of posts ready to go on the fly, but because I was still processing my holy fucking shit moment. I literally made a purchase in my Aries fashion. I assumed I had extra flow of cash that ended up being halted out of nowhere which put a wrench in this monkey train. And stopped me in my tracks. But I didn't stop. I just froze. In February, I purchased a round trip ticket to the United Kingdom. I purchased a round trip ticket at a ridiculously amazing price that was way cheaper to leave Canada than it was to fly within Canada. Make this make sense? Government of Canada. But this holy fucking shit moment... (laughs) I was like, perfect, I'm going to save up a large stack of cash because I have this nice flow of extra income coming in. It's going to be fantastic. I even, for my birthday, two months after purchasing this ticket, thought for the first time I was going to splurge on clothes. I haven't bought in clothes in so long. So I took my birthday money and the little extra cash I had, And instead of saving it for this moment, this trip, I was like, it's okay. Money's going to come. I'm not worried. And I bought myself clothes, clothes that I have been wanting to own for such a long time. And I was so excited only to be halted when I find out that the money is no longer coming in. And that was at the end of June. Well, technically, it was the beginning of June. And then from June and July, I froze in pure fear. I was so scared that I didn't even launch anything that I had planned. I was terrified. Would you think, hello, if you're launching stuff, you'll end up making money. And then I invested and doing a program to become a coach in a unique way using a unique method. And I absolutely loved the journey and I loved the knowledge. But again, I froze in it. I, the chatterbox, became a hermit. I, the extra extrovert, hid underneath blankets until August. And in August, I was like, I am almost here. (laughs) The trip is in September. Get, I got to do something. 
So I did body talk and I was just like, let's just focus on what you can. And in body talk, one thing that came out is, is that I can't choose whether or not to do this trip based on logic. I have to intuitively go with, should I continue with this trip? From June until August, I had no fucking clue if I was going to do this trip. I knew in my heart of hearts and being, I wanted to do this trip. But I was like, how? I have no income that is sustainable enough for me to go. I don't make much a month. I make maybe about 600 bucks a month. And my husband makes just enough to barely cover most of the bills. And so this lack of extra funds really put us in a pickle. But my husband, who is a Virgo, was more optimistic than I, the Aries that jumps without thinking is. And so when she said I have to go intuitively, I was like, okay. So I took three days of just thinking and not even thinking. I, it took me three days to create, to cultivate space, a space of calm. Because we need to be calm in order to create. Once we can do that, we're able to light the fire and empower ourselves. And in that, we get grounded and we come back to ourselves. So I was like, okay, I need to make space. And I thought, oh, I've got to physically move things around in my house, which is super true. That would alleviate large amounts of stress. But that wasn't it. I needed to cultivate space in my brain. So I started to do things that I would normally not. I went out for camp for a weekend. And that was awesome. And I took a weekend off of work to go to a beach with my son and my husband and laying in the lake, I felt unbelievably rejuvenated. I needed that so, so badly. Last year, I remember feeling overwhelmed like this, but for something completely different just life in general. And I remember having a conversation in a group coaching session and I had absolutely utter complete resistance. And I was like, why do you need to create space? Why do you need to have space? Why do you need to do these things? And this year I was completely different. Believe it or not, and I'm speaking to you too, Aries. You know, I know. You're thinking like, what would I do with the space? Like it would be deafening. But space is not deafeningly quiet. Space means just not thinking about the shit that weighs on our system. It's like pressing a reset button. Boop. 
and giving ourselves like a moment to laugh in the sun, to be youthful and play again. It gives us a moment to just recharge, let go, you know, instead of the four of pentacles where we hold tight and everything ends up being warped, it gives us a moment to let go. And then we're like, oh, you know what? Ugh, I don't even know why I was holding on. I, uh, ooh, I got to feel better. Well, I mean, we see this in arguments that go on with trolls, right? Trolls hold on to whatever nugget of shit that they need to hold on to so that they can come into somebody's freaking comments and go, do you know you're fat? Well, it's in my name. Fat, sassy spiritualist. It don't stay skinny sassy spiritualist. I could be wrong. I mean, sometimes not going to lie. I don't look in the mirror that often. And when I do, I'm like, whoa, well, I was grossly misunderstanding the size. I clearly thought I was way smaller, but you know, but I don't see the back caboose. I just see the front. So I'm like, the front ain't that bad. And then I look in the mirror and I'm like, there ain't room for your booty. I need an extra mirror. Just for that ass. Right? But trolls hold on to that. They hold on to it to dear fucking life. And it makes them hard. It's hard for those people who come in and say that shit. It's hard for them in their life because when they have that holy fucking shit moment, they're like, no. Mm -mm. And they get mad at everyone else who takes that moment who does the things that seem like absolutely impossible and they do them. And I see this a lot with fat, you know, social media influencers and people like that. Like anytime that fat people show up in this world, it's like an offense, you know, S sorry. Um, I still have to live like <laughs> my soul picked this body. <laughs> Take it up with it. <laughs> okay. This is the packaging they chose. All right. Did you see my parents? They're both short and fat. Did you think I was going to be tall and skinny? That's not how genetics works, sir. Right? So they don't get to have those holy fucking shit moments. Holy fucking shit moments come in and they're like, no thanks. I'm going to pass. <laughs> That's too big. That is unrealistic because they look at it logically. So when my body talk technician said, look at this from an unlogical, you know, you have to do it intuitively. You can't look at it from a logical perspective. Normally I would have been like, oh yeah, it totally makes sense, you know? But in this case, I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what if, <laughs> just putting it out there, what if I think it's my intuition, but really it's just me going, I fucking want to do this. <laughs> Okay, what is a hundred Canadian dollars gonna get me? <laughs> it's like fifty pounds, forty nine pounds. All right, last time I checked, <laughs> it's more than that a day <laughs> to eat. Uh, just saying, <laughs> was my, how am I gonna stretch that for two weeks? Uh, so I started to panic, and as I got closer to it, things started to shift. I had another body talk session and in that session I was just like, I'm just going to fucking reach out to the people I'm visiting. I'm going to reach out and something incredible happened.
when I decided, okay, that's it. Intuitively, I, I've drawn fucking cards from several different decks and they all say, bitch, please, witch, get your shit together. You know that this is where you need to be. My Oma even came through in the deck and she was like, you got to do this. Which is crazy because she was so terrified about going back to Europe. So even she was like, this is going to change your life. Readings I've had done from other people, same thing. They said the same thing. You know, um, even in body talk, it said that it was going to change my Like, I keep getting told that this is going to change my life. And you know how it's going to change your life? When you absolutely fucking are resistant to doing the thing. When it, the thing that's going to change your life becomes the holy fucking shit moment. The mm -mm, there's no fucking way this shit's going to do it. I'm going to die. I don't know how, but I am. This ill, like irrational fear comes in. It's even heightened more if you've ever gone through trauma, big T or little T. Or if you've had a, you know, an upbringing that was not necessarily the safest upbringing. That's going to bring it up. You're like, I am making a decision for myself. So I have to invest in myself. Holy fucking shit. Can I do this? So when I reached out, I was given such a blessing of a moment because one of the amazing women that I've had the opportunity of connecting in that we would have never have met if it wasn't for us joining this program who lives in the UK who I'm going to visit she was like don't worry no matter what or where you are I'm here so if something happens just call me and that in itself took off such a load off my shoulders and it allowed me to breathe. The other thing that it also created for me is that I felt so much love and support from somebody I've never met and it made me enjoy getting ready for the experience. I am to fly out in a matter of four fucking days. Oh my God, four days. <laughs> and I still haven't booked a section of my trip. Why? Because I don't know where I'm going to go, <laughs> what I want to do. And what makes it even crazier is <laughs> that now there's even more craziness happening in the UK. The queen has passed away as of the 8th of September. And it's just so mind boggling because in 2001 or 2000, two, not 2000, 2021, uh, on December the 29th on my Instagram, fat sassy spiritualist, I did a prediction and I never record them. I did one a while back. And I had done it with like my husband and a friend and I had said like literally play by play month to a T, uh, about what happened in 2020. 
And so this time I was like, for shits and giggles, I'm just going to record it. It's probably all going to be wrong. I'm probably not going to get anything. <clears throat> and I have a lovely being, a lovely person in, in the UK that we've only chatted with and that. And she will message me and go, oh, my God, remember what you, which I don't. I, I honestly don't remember <laughs> what I said for it. She'd be like, oh, my goodness, you talked about a war. And, like, you know, there's this whole thing that's happening. And it's like exactly like when each turn of event happens, like you're like bang, bang, bang. And I actually beat it around the bush that in the August, somebody was going to die. But I was like, it's at the end of August because I couldn't figure out if it was August or September. So I just felt like the end of August because something was going to happen. Well, in August, she got sick with COVID and had been sick. And then from that, that you know, she ended up passing away in September. But I mean, like, regardless, it's a week off. Uh, and it's just, it unfurls me because I was like, holy crap moment. Like, literally, I felt like, holy shit. But I was like, everyone's grieving, but I can't be here and be like, holy crap, I was actually right. <laughs> like, I just like, was just going with the feelings and the vibes. And I was just pulling up what I was seeing. I wasn't really thinking about it. But like, yeah, but I kept thinking queen, queen, but I was like, maybe it's a different queen. So I had clients who were like, no, it's Beyonce. And the other clients were like, no, it's probably going to be the queen. And then my mom, it's Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> That's who it was. <laughs> we all have different versions of who the queen is, right, for us. Um, so it's just so unreal. So I will literally be entering in when she will be having her funeral. And on that day, it is the only day that is going to be rainy during the time that I'm visiting, according to the weather network, which we know can easily change. <laughs> so I was like, how unreal. It's just so unreal. And then on top of that, today we have Mercury retrograde and we start the first cycling of the full moon. Tomorrow's the full moon in Pisces. So there's all this like big energy. Like it's like everything's getting amped up for an emotional journey. Like, oh my goodness. So this holy fucking shit moment. I'm like, I don't barely have enough money. I'm borrowing money for my husband. I'm using like that kind of that money. I have an event afterwards where I'm doing a psychic fair for two days. So if you're in Thunder Bay, I'm doing a psychic fair from October 1st to the 2nd. And so I'll be doing stuff there. I feel like I'm going to end up doing more mediumship than anything because I do feel a lot of spirits coming in. But this is like, this is pure fate, like literally pure faith, not just fate. Well, fate too. But this is pure faith. Faith in the people that I'm going to be around faith in this, in, in the universe. I'm literally saying universe, I trust you. And I trust that you're going to make everything work out for my highest good, and my highest intention. I trust that this will work out. <laughs> While a part of me is also going, <laughs> lock in. Put your seatbelts on. This is going to be one fucking hell of a ride. 
uh, which is crazy. Like, I'm just so flabbergasted. And then other fantastic things like Kate Taylor is absolutely amazing. If you are in the UK, strongly, strongly suggest you going into the, uh, the Awakening Festival. It is from the 24th to the 25th. It is going to be a motherfucking magical festival. The people who are going to be in the festival doing different sessions, different talks, different workshops, different, just all sorts of crazy, amazing stuff are all about awakening that part inside of you, but also about creating profound space, right? We need space in order to create, cultivate, empower, and to get back to our body, to get grounded and rooted in life. And this is the event, like hands down. I will be there on the 24th of August doing a session called Witch Please, which I'm looking excited about. And I'm so excited, but I, I also freeze. Like I, I haven't posted or pushed out a lot and I feel super ridiculously guilty because I've literally been in the freak out, holy fucking shit, I'm doing this mode. So this whole weekend, I'm going to be like spam a lamb in it. <laughs> and then I'm going to be posting all up until the date. But I strongly suggest you checking it out. If you are in the UK and you can head over to Isle of Wight, it's going to be a fucking festival like on like you'll never experience. Kate has such a fantastic way of creating such amazing energy and love like I am thoroughly intimidated <laughs> because I will be meeting her for the first time even though we've conversed quite a bit but I am so inspired by her and just her authentic being regardless of what she's going through she's 100% authentic and that is such a rare thing to find. So this holy fucking shit moment. I have that. I get to go to Gatsonbury. 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 Because I'm flying into Gatwick. Gatsonbury. And that I'm super excited about. I mean, hello. Baptism in the white. You know, well. Like, hello. Like, and Redwell water. Like, and the chalice well. Like, I'm so excited. It's such a magical place. I didn't realize how much magical it is. Um, where have I been, witch? Hiding under a rock, clearly. But like, I get to go there and I just know that something magical is going to happen there. I just feel it in my gut that it's going to just transform everything. I am ridiculously excited and having utterly complete 100% faith in this journey. Like, I, I feel like I'm going to be completely okay I do feel like I will have a lot of scary, holy fucking shit moments because, you know, things like, you know, trains and buses and, and shit like that will definitely probably be daunting for me. Uh, but I also have faith that everything's going to end up exactly where it is meant to be and just to not hold on so tight. So the reason why I am doing this talk is that I want you to look at the holy fucking shit moment that you've either done or you haven't done yet and you're like, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know. I want you to just shut off that brain. Do an activity that creates that fucking space. You need that space. Go jump in a fucking lake. Play. Have fun. Build a sandcastle. Go on a slide at a playground. Do something that you're that you would do when you were a child that brought you such joy and fun. 
get lost in building Legos, go and squish one of these, what are they called? Squishy mellows, squisher marshal, marshmallows. Those little stuffed animals are so damn toot and squishy and soft. Go and snuggle that. Watch your favorite movie for the hundredth millionth time. Do something that creates a spark of joy that gets your mind in a different direction than the direction that you're sticking at. And then come back to it. And then ask yourself, okay, holy fucking shit moment. In my gut, am I really called to this? And if your gut's going, yes, do it all, all, mm -hmm, every ounce of it, then jump. Make that commitment. Literally, you don't have to sign papers. You don't have to do the thing yet. You just have to tell yourself, "I'm okay, I'm in. Let's do this. And the universe will follow through. Okay, you're in? Absol absolutely. Bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. When I said I was going to commit, I literally had two people reach out to me for four readings. And after that, I had another person say, hey, listen, I'm doing a psychic fair. Like that in itself was absolutely amazing because that helped out so much. So just do those things. Do the things that like, you know, just say yes to the universe. Yes, I'm going to do it, universe. Okay. All right. You got me. <laughs> because in that way, you don't necessarily miss that opportunity. But it's more along the lines of you having control over that opportunity. You get to decide to have your holy fucking shit moment. And then just think about afterwards. You get to say, I did that thing. Like, I literally did that thing. And oh my God, what a fucking change it did in my life. I did it. I did that thing. Because that's what magic is all about. Magic is in some form manipulation of energy. But it's also magic lies with our soul right? Our soul is so expansive, so interconnected to other souls. The energy within us is unbelievable, but we're in a earthly body, a third dimensional body. And that third dimensional earth side of us is what holds us down. When I had a vision where I talked to the goddess, the great goddess, the first thing that she said, well, aside from the fact that of being her voice, but the big thing that she said was, is in order for me to be the voice for her, I needed to relinquish that earthly possessions, the not possessions, but the earthly side is what she said, earthly side. And I assumed it was possessions. I need to get rid of everything I own <laughs> or at least a massive amount of it. And there is a huge amount that I definitely need to get rid of in the sense of I need, I'm going to need to donate. But it's the earthly side in the sense of being hung up on, oh my God, like I need to have this and this and that and being stuck on like, I got to make money, got to make money. If you thoroughly love doing what you do, money will find you. But if you focus on money, money will run the other way. And I can say this because throughout this year and the last year, I've almost lost my home, my place of where we live. I had had several times where the what we ate was very minimal and not bougie at all. And I had to become very creative. I've had moments where, you know, we had to take every coin that we had to pay for gas. I'm not saying that this last year has been absolutely easy. It's been hard struggle. 
And I understand what it feels like to be struggling and to sit there and be hyper fixed on all the things that I don't have. And that's scarcity mindset. And I didn't realize like things like, you know, the desperation to sell a whole bunch of stuff in order to get money and then realizing you actually can't sell almost anything. And the second I stopped feeling desperate, it was easier for me to sell the things that I needed to sell in the house. And I'm just talking like, you know, random things like, you know, microwaves and stuff like that, which I haven't had a microwave in. Oh my God, almost like seven, eight years, maybe longer than that. I just haven't had a microwave for a very long time. And so it's just like selling things like that. Not business wise, but you know, that that's all about scarcity mindset. But when you can donate it to people who may need it, people who, you know, may need clothes that you you have an abundance of, uh, especially because I am fat. So the likelihood of finding plus size clothes is very, very limited. So donating things like that, I have a lot of kids clothes. And so donating that to people who have kids and kids grow fast right? Like these things is more of an abundant mindset and the universe rewards you. It, it comes back to you and it comes back to you in different ways. It may not necessarily mean that you'll get that client today, but what it may end up meaning is, is that you have 25 people that now admire and watch you and are inspired by you. And out of that 25 people, like say five people end up coming to you and working with you. Or maybe after that 25 people, one of them is so inspired by you that they contact somebody who would be a perfect fit for you and you have a perfect client or something that gets you, you know, into getting a deal or a connection, whatever the case may be, the universe knows exactly what we need and how we need it. And it's not even just our universe. It's we co-conspirate with it. Our soul talks to the universe's soul and they conspire together to create a better position for us. And I know that there's so many other aspects and I'm not talking about like the, you know, the law of attraction because there is more than just the law of attraction. We can't forget about all the laws and, and that as well. I'm just talking about how when we step in intuitively and say yes to the holy fucking shit moments, unbelievable magic happens. And I haven't even started my trip. So I can't even fucking imagine what will end up happening. So create that space. So challenge everybody who's listening tonight or today because it's nighttime that I'm recording it. I challenge all of you guys. To cultivate the space that you need in order for your holy shit fucking moments to come in. Or in order for you to even like decide. Are you going to step in intuitively decide? Are you going to step into your holy fucking shit moments? How do we cultivate space? Well, we cultivate space by not focusing and fixating on the holy fucking shit moment. We do it by pleasing our younger versions of ourselves, our little ones that are inside of us, our version. We, we do it by stimulating and bringing that youthful kid joy. I have a friend in the UK who's a magical, wonderful being as well. And she always talks about getting lost in flying a kite. 
and that the magic unravels when you fly a kite. So unravel a kite. Go fly it. Seaside. <laughs> or in a field. Whatever. You know, and get lost in the experience of the way that the kite dances in the air. Go have a bonfire with your friends. Roast marshmallows. Um, or like, you know, they're vegan marshmallows. There's some awesome vegan ones that melt really well. Roast some marshmallows. Have fun. Laugh. Be joyous. And then that weekend, you know, when you've given yourself more than 48 hours preferred, but 48 hours at the minimum to create the space. And then take a deep breath when you come back into it. And breathe in. Oh, like just like even while you're experiencing this joy, just take a moment and breathe. Oh, and just smell everything. Use your senses. Smell, sight, touch, taste, hear. Take it all in so you can bring it back to you when you come back in on Monday. And you go, okay, does this holy fucking shit moment align with me? Am I intuitively being called to it? And your intuition goes off, bing, 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 bing. And you're like, let's do this universe. And then you turn to the universe and you say, yes, I am signing up for this. I am doing the thing. I don't know how. And that is your job, universe, to figure out how this is going to fucking work. But I'm going to do it. But just you figure it out, buddy. And then that's when the fucking magic happens. So I wanted to share this with you because I hope that this reaches somebody and inspires you to have your holy fucking shit moment. And if you want to check out my holy fucking shit moments, it will be on fat.sassy.spiritualist on the IG of the gram. I will be posting and trying to share as much as possible. If not during my trip, hopefully, fingers crossed, good Wi-Fi. I will definitely be sharing a shit ton when I get back because my journey in this life is to share everything that I learn so that I can help change the consciousness of the world around me so that we can change the world's vibrations so that we can make a better place for future generations. We're here to help the journey of enlightenment for the ones who come after us, right? So I love sharing all my knowledge and information with everybody. And then anytime when I share it at all, the universe goes, Time to do a big holy fucking shit moment so you can get more downloads in. So I hope you've enjoyed this journey. I hope this inspires you to create that, cultivate that space so that you can create changes and empower others while coming back into your body and getting grounded. My name is Lady L and you've been listening to Wickedly Bewitching, a podcast that is no nonsense, no bullshit actual modern day magic in this mystical world. Have a wonderful evening. Much love. Mwah, mwah.